When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fourteen. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that spends two hours on good-natured ribbing. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, getting the call-up to the major leagues from the Am I Cancelled podcast, it's Ed the Editor. What's happening, Ed? Hello, I came prepared. I brought a notebook. That way I can go ahead and start on the edits early. That way I have more time today. No, I don't want you editing the show in real time. I want you being funny on the show in real time. Well, that's it. We'll see. You have the rest of the weekend to edit. <laughs> if he can do both, God help us all. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I'm out of a job. Yeah. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. I just dropped my appearance on MLC from this past Tuesday where Kevin Brennan and I uh, talked for about two and a half hours. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun episode. You can watch the video. You can stream it through whatever podcast player you like to listen to podcasts on. It's all available when you are a Patreon or Supercast subscriber we appreciate that also we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and channel hours in the comment section five stars yeah. shitty comments bring them in come on that's how we do it around here today we'll be reviewing a show called global seducer quickie we have both listened separately we have not discussed it with each other beforehand let's get started a show hosted by sebastian harris a very mysterious man this sebastian <laughs> harris the reason why Ed the Editor's on today, now we're doing a, a special Friday show because I have an obligation on Saturday afternoon, so I, I couldn't do the show then, and Ed's got nothing going on in his life, so, he, so I knew he'd be available. <laughs> but also, Ed does a, a podcast that's maybe not on the same level as Who Are These Podcasts, and he would tell you that. I, I don't care. Well, I, don't, I don't pay attention. <laughs> but he thought that he could come on the show from time to time, and we could rip on some of the shitty podcasts out there. And that way, it's not me just like punching down. Mm-hmm. It's Ed punching sideways. <laughs> now, yes, I don't care about punching down at all, obviously. But <laughs> it's, something... it's more comfortable. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> I believe on our phone call, you were like, I get aroused by it, actually. I don't, not, think, not, I don't think I use the word aroused. <laughs> I've never said aroused in my life. How dare you? How dare you? So this is one of those shows. Sebastian Harris. The Global Seducer Quickie. Now, basically what this guy does, he's one of these uh, pickup artist guys, but not your typical pickup artist. Oh, no, 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 no. He's he's a life coach and a pickup artist. And this podcast is basically an advertisement for his services. Mm -hmm. More so than actually being a show. It's just like a a 10 to 15 minute long 
advertisement each episode that comes out. And the thing that annoys me about this guy is, so the episode's 10 minutes long, but there's only four sentences in the entire thing. He never (laughs) ends a sentence. I just want to play this clip. I I sped it up 2X. So don't worry. I have to hear it in real time. But this is the beginning of the episode. Listen to this run-on sentence. And I don't even know if it ends here, but I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. I also have one-on-one e-flow coaching clients who want a long-term relationship, who are booking the one-on-one e-flow coaching because they want to overcome their approach anxiety, finally get over their limiting beliefs, and they want to live their life in complete freedom. And on top of that, they want to have something that most men don't have, which is the most powerful quality that you can possibly have when it comes to your dating life. And that's the choice. If you have approach anxiety, if you are afraid of rejection, if you don't have what it takes to walk up to a beautiful woman who you see at the bar, who you see walking down the street, who you see at the mall, then you will always limit yourself. You will never truly feel like a man because you never express your truth. Because in this moment, expressing your truth would mean to walk up to her and to tell her how beautiful she is. That in this moment is your truth. All right, Kaya, we get it. Yeah. Jesus. Why does he have to use this fake name? (laughs) I know. Weird. It is interesting because if you try to see what he looks like, there's. I'll show you in a little bit. There's a photo of him on his website. And it, his face is blocked out, and it says only his clients get to see what he looks like. Like, oh, well, then here, take my money, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't wait, please. Can't wait to yeah. see how hot you are, guy. <laughs> All right, Ed, I'll uh, throw it over to you. Would you pick up on uh, maybe something that summed up the show for you? What do you got? All right, so this summed up the show because he actually shits on his clients quite a bit. As and uh, I listened to an episode uh, called How to Motivate Yourself to Approach Women. I thought maybe your audience would enjoy that. Okay. And uh, clip one. He claims that he got an email from a listener and the listener wants to know how he can have more motivation to approach beautiful women. And this was his response. And it's funny that my first initial response was to respond like Stephen He. What the hell? I will take you to Jesus. And now let's talk about I will take you to Jesus because this holds the key to your motivation to approach women. So why is I will take you to Jesus so important for you and your motivation when it comes to approaching women? Well, because you will die. And that's a fact. I mean, I can't change it. I can't stop you from dying. We are all dying at some point. At some point, some people sooner, some people later, (laughs) we will be dead. No matter if you believe in past lives or you don't believe in past lives, I'm, for example, I'm a very spiritual person, but I still have to come to the conclusion that this particular life right now is limited. The time that you spend on this earth is limited. So he enjoys repeating himself. (laughs) Yes. So he he considers his his fans or his demo to be really dumb guys. Mm -hmm. And I think he's right because I have an example here where he's doing the voice of one of the people who would sign up for his classes. This is what he thinks about. Oh, no. yeah. This is what he thinks about the people who sign up to take his course. They say to themselves, and I've heard that from so many coaching clients. Oh, you know, the sex was kind of good, and I thought oh, if I let her go, I might not be able to get a woman anymore. So yeah, put a ring on her finger. I've heard that so many times. Do you really want to live that life? All right, so this guy just preys on pathetic losers. Is yeah. <laughs> what it sounds like to me, which is great, good business to be in. You know. Rich idiots is always a good target audience to have. Now, (laughs) let's talk about what he's actually doing here because he gives, you could do Skype classes or there's a two-day one-on-one in-person class. Where he insults you to your face. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) If you want to find out more about the different coaching sessions I offer, especially also one-on-one infield coaching and yes, I will be in the summer in Europe again, so if you're ready to transform your life during a one-on-one infield coaching, then you can go to globalseducer.com slash infield 
and then watch all the video testimonials from previous coaching clients. Oh, he's going to be in Europe this summer. That narrows it down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in Europe too. Yeah. I'll meet up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get together. Hey. <laughs> 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 so so bizarre to me it's just like yeah i'll see you guys in europe all right yeah i think this is more of like a fetish thing i think the people who actually pay if there's anybody at all they pay to be insulted i think that's what we're figuring out here i heard him say go to my website and check out the testimonial so i wanted to do that i thought we could do that here and actually this gave me an idea because all i do is a podcast i don't teach people anything i don't do one-on-one training sessions i could teach people how to laugh at jerks you know if the price is right if you got 3000 bucks burning a hole in your pocket. You were born for this job. Yeah. And I'll be in America this summer. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Somebody went to America. Or Canada, for that matter. Probably get here. The other America. All right. Number two. Let me um, share my screen so you can check out this, this website. It's great. Yeah, it is great. And we can check out. So he calls this infield when you have the, um, the one-on-one. This is not a PUA boot camp. Pickup artist boot camp. This is the one-on-one coaching that will completely transform your dating life. Oh, there's a warning. So um, he, you know, he's got the instructions on what it is and what it's not. Oh, here it is where he goes. I only show my face to coaching clients who are 100 committed to success with women. <laughs> I, I can guess what the rest looks like, unless, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, not unless he's a cyclops. <laughs> Good points. <laughs> oh my god. Now, this is this is amazing. He says, and I might be the only dating coach in the industry who's actually certified. This guy is a certified coach. And there's certified. A, there's a certificate right there. I, that's proof. Certification. <laughs> there's a signature on it. I don't well, know who that is, but sure. Yeah. Someone in charge of this sort of shit. It's pretty exciting. And then uh he also is a certified confidence life coach. Oh. Not a fucking life <laughs> coach, dude. It. He, but, he's, but he's certified, Ed. It's not just any oh life coach. God. Get confidence, stupid. <laughs> yeah, so Ed. someone else convinced him to be an idiot and spend money on that certification. That means nothing. <laughs> this is his revenge. That's interesting. That's a good point. You're right. He fell for something, too. Yeah, there's an airplane thing. <laughs> All right, so I went in and I started watching some of these testimonials. And I found one that I wanted to show you guys because Martin is a loser. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Hi, my name is Martin. I'm here in Bangkok for, for Sebastian's coaching. He was um, for, um, Did the five-day coaching with him? <laughs> okay, first off, I want to point out, this guy's from the Netherlands. He went to Bangkok just for this coaching session. All right? So, red flag already. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good sign, but all right, let's see, because this is him after the coaching session. So now he's confident. He's ready to go. He knows how to talk to a camera and women. Uh, I'll give you a look how my life looked in the past before I did the coaching. I only had five dates in my, uh, only five dates in my life. Mm-hmm. I was never able to talk to a woman I liked or wanted to approach. And even if I was able to just a little bit make conversation, I'd be nervous as hell and not know how to deal with the situation. You? I never thought I was inter- interesting enough. Uh, that I, that You're not. You're not interesting <laughs> at all. <laughs> your, your shirt is much more interesting. Yes. Nothing interesting That's to true. say about myself. The, the, no one would ever like me for who I am. Or uh, I would be uh, attractive to any woman. And the last day, date I had was, I think, four or five years, four or five years ago. Oh, God, I didn't get this far. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I started watching the first 36. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the one to watch. Oh, no. 
This is like Ray DeVito level pathetic. Oh. This, is, this is bad right so what, here. This is what happens man. when you follow the red pill perfectly yeah. and nobody pays attention to you. Oh, no. Oh, it hurts. So is this a before or the after? This is the after. Ooh. I know. Ooh. That's what I mean. What? This is a good advertisement for oh, this. My God. And he told us, you heard the clip, go to my website, watch the testimonies. I'm like, all right, chief, you got it. And since the coaching, uh, this past week coaching, I had a lot of good new experiences that showed me different. In the first in-field day, I approached more women than I ever went on dates with in my life. I got a number close on the first day, but only after Sebastian pushed me to chase after her again, <laughs> I got her number. The next day, I did have a coffee date with the girl that I got the number from, the Starbucks. And we had a really good time. It was actually my first successful date. She had fun. I had fun. Wait. Hold on a second. How many thousands of dollars did you pay in order to get one phone number and a coffee date? Oh, no. Jeez. And he called it successful because they both had fun. You know what? I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to be a coach. Yeah, right. I think you should be. <laughs> and I was able to apply the techniques that Sebastian uh, shares in his book. And, uh, yeah, she wants to see him again. So I'm going to go on a date with her again uh, tomorrow. Yesterday, I went to this other mall. Uh, it's a, a nice... Uh, a local mall, lots of Thai people, cute Thai girls. And, Did you yeah, say tight? <laughs> lots of tight girls in this mall. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> by the beauty of all the girls there. Uh, I went on, in, I went on one instant date there with a cute Thai girl, and uh, I was able to. Oh, Thai. Okay. Thai. Oh, so probably both. <laughs> okay, yes. okay. Very, very tight. All right, now I get it. That's gross. Oh, there's another guy that I wanted to show you guys. Oh, no. I know. They're, they're they all have a similar look to them. <laughs> you notice that? <laughs> what, do you, yeah. what do you think this one-on-one goes like? You know, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that. One guy walks in, Sebastian's like... <laughs> <laughs> you want to put a ring on her finger? Put yeah. a ring on your cock? Yeah. <laughs> Watch this guy. This is This is nuts. So... Originally, I had no plans of booking a coaching session with Sebastian, but that all changed when <laughs> he did a really good job at persuading me in his emails. So he said that he was going to be in Ukraine and Romania, and I had plans on traveling the world at the same time, but didn't leave site when. And then the moment I heard that he was going to be in Ukraine, and Romania, I was like, all right, let's book a session. Let's start. So this guy, he's from the United States. Mm. That's where we'll be, right? Right. Okay. He got enough yes. He got enough emails to convince him to go to Romania to learn how to talk to girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to sum it up. <laughs> what, wow. What do you mean enough emails? Like, there was a mob clamoring for his presence there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, that's really weird. Holy shit. And then at the bottom, so there's tons of testimonials. Each one is more pathetic than the next. And then <laughs> at the bottom, there's this FAQ oh, video. I could do this all day. I know. That's, oh, my God. I know. I was pulling clips from the podcast, and I'm like, no, the gold is actually on the website. This is what we need to be talking Oh, this is great. So he's got all the dates up here. And uh, every single one is either sold out or one spot available. Oh, hurry. Hurry. You're going to miss out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I'll show you because I, I couldn't find pricing on this. I can only imagine. But... Maybe, maybe it's a one-seat venue. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. I just realized. See, I get messed up because we do dates differently in the States. So I thought that he was showing like an entire month at a time with only one spot available. But he's showing two days. And this is a one-on-one two-day session. So, of course, there's only one spot available. That's how that works. 
Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. This is even dumber than I thought it was. All right. All right. Whoa, who's that? Let's get this is the uh the who's that? It's another <laughs> testimonial. <laughs> I used to only fuck attractive guys, but then <laughs> yeah. after Sebastian told me to bang these losers. <laughs> these Romanians. <laughs> Could you imagine that's what he's doing? He's just paying girls to sleep with dorks. <laughs> Cause he gets fifty percent of it or something. Now I really want to be a coach. <laughs> yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, I can't wait for the interview process. There is a whole blog on how to get an escort. I read it. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, start with your credit card number. I learned a few things. <laughs> All right. Are you guys familiar with FAQs? They're, they're frequently asked questions. Oh, yeah. Ah, sure. So typically, typically what they would do, well, I didn't know what PUA was. I had to look that one up. Typically what they'll do is you'll see a question and you'll have an answer. Watch this video and tell me now if that's what this is. let's discuss some of the most frequently asked questions. Number one, will this work for me if I'm a complete beginner? I still remember the day I booked my coaching with Sasha Daygame. The month before, I forced myself to go out and to approach women, but I only managed to ask girls for the direction, and then, yeah, basically then I chickened out. That's all I could do for the direction, and sometimes I could ask them for the time. But this one time, and really only one time, I could actually manage to stop a girl and to tell her that she's beautiful, and to be honest, she was kind of average looking. And then I walked away while she stood there, and she didn't understand why I actually walked away from her. Are we still answering the first question? Yeah, I, it's hard to tell with this fucking guy. <laughs> I know. It's kind of, it was a yes or no. Even Kaya, Kaya knows how to end a sentence. <laughs> Stop comparing him to Kaya. It's yeah. not Kaya, all right? And what's a complete beginner? Like someone who just hatched? <laughs> Seriously, you never sat next to a girl in math class? What do you mean? Right. I know. It doesn't... <laughs> Make any sense to me. That was my only successful, if you can call it like that, approach I ever did before my coaching with Sasha. And sometimes I ask myself, what could have happened if I didn't walk away back then? So yeah, you don't need any skills in order to change your life in two days with me. If you have a basic understanding of what pickup and seduction is, which you should have, because I guess you've listened to my podcast, you might have read my book Rise of the Phoenix, then everything will be fine, so don't worry about that. We'll take it step by step, and I'm 100% confident that I can help you, no matter if you approached 100 women or zero women before the coaching. So this guy is doing the podcast, he's doing these sessions, he wrote a book. When is he smashing puss? When is he finding any time to smash some puss? I'm too busy. <laughs> I thought that was... Odd. All right, I'm, I'm going to... We'll get back to the podcasting clips in a second here. I'm sorry I'm getting so sidetracked. I'm just find this all fascinating <laughs> and for those of you watching the video it's it looks like just prostitutes that yeah. some guy is following 12 yeah. feet behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's really seducing just no. compiled a bunch of b-roll <laughs> yeah. it's yeah it is all it is all b-roll stuff but uh so this is give me 60 minutes of your time and i promise to save you six years of frustration and the pain of trying to figure it out on your own it's very specific again we don't get to see what he looks like mm-hmm. but at least on this page, so this is the Skype sessions, there is a price. So I thought that was good. It, oh, it's a, we have a special just for a limited time. Oh. Oh, shit. We got to jump on no this. way. The price today is 120 euros. The regular price is 150 euros. That's okay. Well, that's good to know. I think we need to hop on this. So let's think about that. If he's doing 16 hours, everyone get your calculators out here. <laughs> he's doing 16 hours at 120. Uh, 16 times 120. So that'd be about 2,000 bucks. It's got, it's got to be more than that, though, for the one-on-one. 
It's got to be more than 2000 bucks, I would think. Has to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because that's the thing that um, if you're going to fly all the way to Bangkok or Ukraine or whatever the fuck he's doing these things, you're like, okay, it was an extra 3000 bucks, whatever. I would, I would think. I don't know. I'm, I'm learning along with everyone else today. It's so deflating. What's deflating? I understand why you get so mad. Because <laughs> before I was like, eh, it's just a bad show. Like, what's so frustrating about it? And then actually being a part of it, it's like. This is getting you angry is what you're telling me. Yes. So you don't seem like an angry guy, Ed. You seem like you're laid back and pretty chill. <laughs> what else do you want to play that you picked up on from the show? So clip two is actually an example of him forgetting to take out the breaths. And you actually hear him click to go to the next page. It's great. I live my life true to myself. I live my life the way I want to live it. And for me, overcoming my approach anxiety and approaching a lot of women in the process and making unforgettable memories with beautiful women eventually allowed me to live the life of my dreams yeah that's not good i picked up on one here too that i wanted you to listen to this is a non-edit that should have been edited and i will tell you ad listen closely this is a fireable offense okay i work with his guided meditations all the time and no i'm not affiliated with and no i'm not affiliated with him at all the fact that he even started the sentence over tells me that he wanted that fixed in post and someone dropped the ball on that one. Hmm, this seems familiar to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Turd My Ferguson bad. says, uh, this is stupid. Everyone knows the best pickup line is, do you want to do some Coke? That is correct. It is very effective. I, I, can I sign up for your class, please, sir? <laughs> you seem to know what you're talking about. And can I have some Coke? <laughs> All right. This is an odd straw man thing where he's talking about like, I know what you and your friends are saying to each other. I want to have the choice to actually choose the kind of woman I want to be with. And now somebody in your social circle says, yeah, then you don't have to work on yourself. Then you don't have to overcome your approach anxiety because, well, I mean, you're waiting for the one. I don't know if there's a bunch of guys hanging out or going, oh, dude, you don't have to work on yourself. It's fine. No, 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 no. Just play video games and yeah. get fat. You'll, it'll, be, it'll work out. Wait for divine intervention. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely work out. I mean, I'm not that guy. No. I won't ever say that to anyone. <laughs> You're going to the way you are. I'll never say that. Work on yourself. Be better. Try harder. Shower. Do something. So I um, I checked out this other. Oh, and I mentioned that this is just an advertisement for these classes. There's literally a podcast episode entitled Breaking News, Infield Coachings in Europe 2023. It's the name of an episode. Breaking News. It's compelling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I checked out this uh, this episode called 10 Types of Confidence that Attract Women. 10 Types. I was intrigued. I'm like, 10 okay. Types of Confidence. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, all right, I thought there was one. Me too. So let's find out. Let's find out together. Then you already know about the power of self-confidence. And wait, wait, wait. Before you now think about closing this episode, I will share way more powerful and way more controversial types of confidence with you he goes self-confidence is really important was that stupid i'm sorry i should have said that uh, no, hold on wait no, don't don't go away this is gonna get better i swear to god come back <laughs> yeah, like, that was bad timing for talking about self-confidence you lost me on that <laughs> but but you know what you're probably wondering what is self-confidence what does that even mean and self-confidence is the belief in oneself and also the belief in your abilities and your own worth. Damn it, I should have known that. Yeah. Uh, if you had thought it through. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I fucking I'm idiot. so fuck, uh, fucking dumb. I don't even know what self-confidence is. Damn it. I feel stupid. All right, I'll, I'll talk more about confidence, but I got to work on myself. So I'm going to hand it over to add the editor. 
So we did some math earlier, and actually my clip three is me needing you, everyone's help, to solve an equation. Okay. This is something that so many guys, especially younger guys, don't even think about. If you are a man in your 20s, I can promise you, very, very soon, you will be 30. And now you might be thinking, <laughs> yeah, but Sebastian, I just turned 21. I won't be 30 for another nine years. Well, but if you don't take any action then every year will be the same until you turn 30. And you don't want to look back at your 20s and then say to yourself, I wasted my lifetime. We're stuttering John when you need him. <laughs> every action has an equal and opposite reaction. I know that, but I don't know where to go from there. So somebody help me, yeah. please. I, I, see, I didn't realize when you're in your 20s, you will be in your 30s at some point. Maybe. No one, no one told me that. Maybe, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> if all goes right. There's yeah. no guarantee. It could point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think think about that. Because he did say in the earlier clip that I'd played that we will die, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he didn't want to predict when that would happen. He wasn't Which sure about that. very motivational. You will die. Oh, yeah. There's no point. So <laughs> Yeah. So Unless you give me $3,000. <laughs> <Right. laughs> my, my main takeaway on this, and I'm sure this guy sleeps with a lot more girls than I do because I think girls are icky and have cooties, but... I feel like having a personality is an important part of this. Yeah. This guy has no personality. Well, he's German. What's no, Is he German? Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, okay. Oh, I got a clip on that. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you holding out on us over there? Hey. Well, I, I didn't know how much uh, Ed had brought, so I thought uh, we would... You, okay, here we Bring go. It. <laughs> Bring it. All right, this is a little bit long, but uh, it's pretty goddamn funny. Okay. And I thought you would have insight on this, Carl. That makes a man instantly more attractive to women, and I'm talking about humor. Believe it or not, as a German, I'm talking about humor. <laughs> the irony, I know. But in all seriousness, in all German seriousness, I had to learn how to be funny. I mean, I was born as a German without the humor gene. As we all humor. know, we Germans are robots. And as a result of that, we are just not funny. I mean, if you watch the average German comedy show or comedy movie or just any stand-up comedian, nowadays I'm used to the American stand-up comedians. I can watch a one-hour special from a German stand-up comedian and I laugh maybe once a little bit like, <laughs> most Germans are just not funny. That's why we have to learn to be funny. And that's why you might also want to dive in deep yeah. into stand-up financially. There's nothing yeah. that I can recommend more to you. Uh, I know that was a lot, but isn't that fucking hilarious? I have to say, I'm German, and a lot of people in the chat are not surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, Carl's German. Okay, well, that makes sense. Now it's no. time to give out the award for the least funny people in the world. And the nominees are... The Germans. <laughs> the Japanese. <laughs> Yupik Eskimos of the Chukchi Peninsula. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're just on producer Chris's show. Yeah, sorry to derail. <laughs> please. <laughs> Ed, help me out here, please. All right. So my, my clip four and five actually go together, but I had to separate them because there's just this grinding halt where he changes. And uh, he starts out in clip four by shitting all over his clients again. Oh, good. I was like that. I also have the privilege and the honor to coach men in their 40s and 50s and 60s. And believe me when I say one thing, you don't want to be one of these men who look back at their life when they're in their 60s full of regret. And I've coached these men. And even now that I talk about it, I'm getting emotional because this can truly break your heart. These fucking it can losers. break your heart to see a man who's in his 60s and who then tells me in a Skype coaching session... 
I missed out on all the opportunities. I never allowed myself to live my life true to myself. I never dated the women that I truly want to date. I never experienced what it feels like to sleep with an exceptionally beautiful woman. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's him shitting on everyone again. And now I want yeah. you to recognize this because I have an example of this later too. Every time he says beautiful women, he gets horny as fuck. <laughs> so clip five is him transitioning right into being very horny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I can tell you, I mean, I still remember the very first time that I slept with a model. The feeling is overwhelming. The feeling of this amount of physical perfection, the feeling of just immersing yourself in this experience with a beautiful woman is absolutely indescribable. Jesus. Well, I wouldn't use the word mound to describe it. I think that's kind of <laughs> insulting, but all right, if you say so. So the whole point of this show and the, his trainings and everything else is not just to like bang hot chicks, but to bang hot chicks in all different countries and different cities. Yeah. And he started out a recent episode I was listening to where he goes, now listen, in order to live the global seducer lifestyle, do you have to travel the globe? And I was thinking like, well, yeah, it's like that word's in the thing. He's like, no, you don't. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, then what's the point of the global seducer part then? I just want to be like, uh, I don't know, East Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good neighborhood. I think you're overqualified. (laughs) East Rochester. That's a joke for uh, for me and Chris. Audience of two on that one. Um, Ed, do you want to learn more about confidence? Yes, please. Good. Me too. (laughs) Because I thought, as I believe producer Chris did, that like self-confidence is what confidence is. So I didn't realize that there were other types of confidence. So let's learn what the second type is together. And this also leads me to the second type of confidence that magnetically attracts women. And that's social confidence. And social confidence is the ability to feel comfortable and at ease in social situations. Oh, okay. So it's not enough to be self-confident. You also have to be confident around other people. You can't just be by yourself and be confident. That makes sense. So confused. How many different types of snake oil are there? I mean, oh, okay. (laughs) Exactly exactly (laughs) 10. Okay. So obviously we're all thinking the same thing. I'm like, how are these different in any way? So then I think he realizes too, this is dumb. So he catches himself. (laughs) It's all interconnected. And that's something that I want you to keep in mind. When it comes to these different types of confidence, it's all interconnected. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, No, No, I, I, I understood that part. It's like, well, you know, I have some of these confidence, but some of them I don't have. Then he describes Chad Zumach to a T. This was impressive. The reason why so many men, and I truly believe this, have so much trouble with regulating their emotions is because they always put on a mask. They always (laughs) act as an actor in a play. And then, of course, they are always afraid to be exposed. Yep. I I think that's about right. I didn't know he put on a mask when he was robbing a place. (laughs) Yes. They're worried about security cameras. So they're always putting on a mask. Now, as you guys have probably noticing, I feel like I have this confidence thing down. So when he's going through this stuff, I'm like, yeah, no, I I get it. And then he got to this one. Physical confidence is the belief in one's physical abilities, appearance, and health. Ah, shit. (laughs) He got me with that one. Damn it. (laughs) I I have... uh, I have nine of the 10 confidences I'm happy to report. (laughs) Guys, thank you for the super chats. I don't want to break the flow, but I probably will go through and read them uh, in the first break. So 
thank you very much for uh, for doing that. You know, obviously this is an experiment running WATP live uh, on our channel like this. It's not just for people who sign up for our Patreon and Supercast because when we do that, you can't super chat us, which is both good and bad <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So this is amazing. So he's talking about another type of confidence here. And I feel like he actually tries to interject some personality into this one. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's, it's odd. Now let's have a look at emotional confidence. And no, not emotional damage. I mean true emotional confidence. So we saw a YouTube video. That's cool. Good job. <laughs> if it's not bad enough that he's just advertising for his classes, like that's all this show is, is just advertising for his classes. He mentions it over and over again. Then there's another ad he slips in here. And that's why it's so powerful to smell in a way that women just can't resist. And that's why I'm so proud to recommend the Most Wanted Man cologne to you. It was sold out for such a long period of time. Now it's finally back on the market. And if you want to find out more about it, you can click on the first link in the description or go to globalseducer.com slash cologne. That's globalseducer.com slash cologne to then invest this. in this incredible cologne. All right. So now it's turning into Alex Jones. Because he's even doing the thing where he's like, yeah, we, we've been out of this. Uh, we, we, we sell it so fast, we can't even keep it in stock. And we've been out of it, but now, now we have it back. And and see, I knew it. I, I haven't even looked at this yet. I knew this was going to be the case. Because Alex Jones is always like, we can't even keep it in stock. And right now, it's 58% off. <laughs> so it's like, you can't keep it in stock. Why is it always on sale? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be both. <laughs> Up to 58% off while supplies last. Oh my gosh, girls are just getting fucking horned up for this goddamn cologne. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I'll add it to the cart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Give me two Skype classes of the cologne. and Do I get anything free with that? <laughs> All right, now I'm going to be getting fucking emails for months. That's probably a bad idea. Uh, let me finish up my confidence rant over here. So what are the other confidences? This is the next one. And now let's have a look at the next part. And that's intellectual confidence. And this is the belief in your own mental abilities, including critical thinking, problem solving and learning. And yes, I believe this is also an important part of being the best version that you can possibly be. Oh, really? You think intelligence is an important part of being a good at stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. This ro- robot sense. has had many different versions. Yes, so right. He's updated. I am not just talking about AI. <laughs> I am talking about actual intelligence. That wasn't a good impression. I should have just done my Kaya impression. We are <laughs> doing great on impressions today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not even going to mention what happened before the show started. Please don't. So now he's going to talk about how many women he approaches which is impressive. And I then approached more than 3,000 women a day. I'm sorry, not a day. (laughs) That would be a little bit too much. 3,000 women a year by approaching 10 women every day. I did it in a very extreme way. I took it to a level where it might have been a little bit unhealthy. Yeah, it's scary for people. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. He just sits down at a table. Do you mind if I join you guys for dinner? Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah. He's one of those fucking assholes. You're just like, can we like walk away from this guy? He's going to follow us, isn't he? (laughs) Shit. He keeps approaching. <laughs> he sure is approaching a lot. So then he talks about career confidence. Mm. I never heard of that one before. Yeah. And then spiritual confidence. And then the final one, which I don't think he has any business talking about. I'm just going to say right now, I was insulted that he said this. And now let's talk about creative confidence. Creative confidence is the belief in your ability to create and innovate. And now you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't want to become an art teacher. Well, you don't have to. Good one. 
<laughs> I don't want this asshole telling me about how to be creative and have creative confidence. It's a fucking robot. What, what if you needed specifically more creative confidence during your one-on-one? What do you think he's going to do? Oh, about that's a it? good question. He's going to get out the art supplies. <laughs> yeah, so you need exercise involved. Yeah. I'm only going to give you three crayons, and you got to color <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> got to be creative about this. Uh, what else did you pick up on, Ed? Clip 7, I just thought it was great. I could totally hear Jim Norton being like, say more ages, please. I lived out my sexuality in a very extreme way. So for me, it's actually a good thing. But now that I'm in my early 30s, going into my mid-30s, I have less of a sex drive than I had in my early 20s. And especially when I was 18, 19, 20, 21 during that time. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We got it. I hope that he always has to say, I'm in my early 30s going into my mid 30s. Like, yeah, no, I know. I'm not that old. <laughs> I know how to fucking count. But uh, thank you for that, Sebastian. Very helpful. I, I wrote down the description of the show. It is brutal. I don't even know if I can, I can read it. There's just too many words. Of course. If you struggle with approach anxiety, fear of women, fear of rejection, and the popular what should I say next syndrome... Sebastian's daily 10-minute rants about pickup and seduction will change your life. Don't oversell it, guy. Jesus. <laughs> Fear of women. <laughs> oh! Jesus. There's one upstairs. <laughs> the text is coming from inside the house. <laughs> All right, Ed, what else do you pick up on? All right, uh, I'm going to finish it off with his Braveheart moment. All right, this is his grand speech that he gave at the end of this episode, and I had to separate it into three clips, but it's worth it. Spoiler okay. alert, he does get horny again. <laughs> um, <laughs> clip eight starts with him telling a nice joke. I want you right now to close your eyes. Unless you're driving while you're listening to this, then please don't close your eyes and listen to it again once you're out of your car. But if you're listening to this on your couch, you're at home, and you rules. don't have the risk of crashing into a wall, then please close your eyes right now. Okay, and imagine we get it. for a moment the most beautiful woman that you can imagine. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. When are you allowed to close your eyes, and when are you not allowed to close your eyes during this? I wish you would explain them. You have to pull over. Need instructions. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So so he's getting the mental image himself right. of a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Just imagine her beautiful breasts. How she's standing there naked in front of you. How she's smiling at you. Imagine touching her beautiful breasts. Imagine feeling her soft skin. Smelling her beautiful scent. Imagine touching her butt, feeling her butt cheeks, <laughs> how perfect she is. Physical perfection. Just imagine how it would feel like to kiss her soft lips, to look at her, how she smiles at you, and just immerse yourself in that feeling of what it would feel like to then be inside such a beautiful uh. woman, to make love to such a beautiful woman, to feel this beautiful woman, to feel every inch of her body, to smell her scent, to lose yourself in her scent, to lose yourself in her body. <laughs> to buy her a cab. And you just can't get enough of her because she's so incredibly beautiful, so incredibly hot, so attractive. <laughs> And then you have premature ejaculate. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's very embarrassing. Yeah. I've very never done this before. <laughs> so I think he came at this point. And then yeah, 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 yeah. So he He's gets post-nut clarity. And he becomes very sentimental and sweet in clip 10. And towards the middle, for some reason, the breasts are edited really strange. Yeah, that was odd. Because when he was talking about like the naked chick in front of you and the mm-hmm. tits and everything like that, like... 
I was seven steps ahead of him on that one. So then he's just like, and then you could bang her. I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to do that yet. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> My bad. I'm, I'm already like fucking throwing twenties yeah, out. I was like, already peeing. Bye. <laughs> I was already peeing. I was putting out my cigarette. In this moment when she just turns around and she wants you to cuddle her, she wants you to hug her right after you made love. In this moment, a tear is running down your left eye, <laughs> running down all the way your left cheek. And your heart is filled with joy for life because you were able to experience this beauty. You were able to experience this wonderful experience with this beautiful woman and you have to smile you are grateful <laughs> yeah, you and you know that all the rejections all the countless approaches all the days when you didn't want to do it the days when your fears were holding you back until you finally took action until you finally overcame your approach anxiety until you finally expanded your comfort zone until you finally let go of all your limitations that all of this was worth it for this wonderful moment and you know that you can repeat this wonderful moment again and again and you are full of joy full of gratitude and you love your life. And now I want to ask you again. The only thing you're not full of is semen. Are you motivated <laughs> to approach women? Jesus Christ. He's getting like, sentimental about it. I, 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 Dave, I wrote, laugh my ass off. Cuddle tears? What is, what's, like, you don't want to cry yeah. after sex. During sex is bad. After sex is not right. good. Cry tears out your dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got so many fucking tears. He's just a sweetheart. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's that's probably what it is. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm I'm not in my early 30s going on to my mid 30s, so I guess I'm just not as excited about this as he is. <laughs> yeah. Someone called it castrubation. So it's, it's a new type of podcasting. I'm in. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. Um anything else you want to play? On here, Ed? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I, I just put something together, though. Okay. So at the end of my clip, which was way too long, but he's talking about humor, he lists some of his favorite uh, comedians. He's like, I like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, blah, blah. He throws in the obligatory George Carlin. But he says the granddaddy of them all was Don Rickles. And doesn't that explain him insulting his customers? <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, all coming together, I suppose. Blinky Jedi with a $2 donation. Skulls, the potato on today. Yes. The potato, I believe, will be on today. Oh, hello. I thought people had jobs, but apparently not the case. Um, I'm not going to put the, the editor's kind of hot up one, one again. I don't need that to go Come to the head. <laughs> uh, this is Levy Time says, so what's the chances Sebastian hired a woman to say yes to this man? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. I think that yeah. might be the the ultimate scam on this. Dela, will Tukey guest on WATP? Whoa! <laughs> I love Tukey. Tukey's welcome on the show sometime. I'm just trying to not turn the show into the uh, cartoon <laughs> and puppet show. Because, I mean, I love that Opie does that, but I don't want to go down that road. Trying Not yet. Trying not. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll wait till I have to, and then and then that's fine. Brian with 10 bucks. Why have you for Satan Super Chats? I have not. I read the Super Chats, unlike some fucking people. <laughs> 20 bucks from Nice, Carl. This is nice. Wow. I love Nice. 
Hello, <laughs> nice I, nice. I suddenly do too. Yeah, that's great. And uh, Richard Lucas with five bucks. Stealing videos from the creep off, huh? Live on YouTube, Vinny must be pissed. Yeah, well, fuck Vinny. <laughs> um, now he's Tampa, really pissed. <laughs> catalytic converters with five euros. Was this guy selling Mambo cologne? Hmm. And nice again. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Well, we just got at least two drinks bought for us. Yeah, that's pretty nice. And then uh, Chad's handicapped fan with two bucks. Carl, how much for you to do a Brent Hatley throwback? Oh, yeah, I should get back to that. I can't believe that guy retired from uh, broadcasting. I know. I mean, the world is just not the same. Everyone's reeling. Yeah. It's a real problem. Let's have a moment of silence. It's a real, real bummer. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, for the super chats. I'm sure we'll get back to them. Oh, you know what? One, one more. Yay, super chats. Two-faced lying bastard. Five bucks. Hello there. Can't say. Just wanted to pop in. Thank you for popping by. I do uh, I do appreciate that. All right. I think it's time for... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And today's Cringe of the Week is a show that I think we've featured on this podcast before. It's called Kumia's Cucks. It's hosted by uh, Chad Zumach. And uh, Chad starts off his show. Now, as you guys know, Chad doesn't even want to own a house. He hates owning houses. He just wants to rent a two-bedroom apartment in Tampa. Now, the problem with that is that sometimes neighbors get annoyed with you when you're screaming on your sofa all day so this is how his show started off the other day uh, i don't, i got so much to get to i i did i did prep e-rock would be pleased with the z-man because i did prep uh-oh my neighbor <laughs> my neighbor's uh pounding roger saffle for super sticker of the day thanks roger <laughs> He starts whispering, <laughs> and I'm also so angry yeah. at E-Rock <laughs> and Anthony Cumia. I just kicked his ass. <laughs> Whoops. That house didn't work out well. <laughs> yeah, houses, houses sure do suck. That, I just thought that was uh, hilarious. Good start to the show. And you know what? While we're on the subject. It's time to mock Zumok. And I have to give it to Cardiff Electric, who does so much for this show and so many other shows as well. But he put together a song that uh, I was very impressed by. I thought this was fun. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. Pissing his days away. Pissing his life away. He steals a credit card. He buys a vodka drink. Another credit card. Another vodka drink. He tells lies all about the good times. He tells lies all about the bad times. Poor chatty boy. Chatty boy. Chatty boy. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. I get knocked down, I get right back up again. Please stick around, because when I come back, hopefully I come back. Pissing his days away. <laughs> oh, Cardiff. Pissing his life away. Good stuff, Cardiff Electric. 
Nice combination of uh, clips and, and lyrics and nice. And speaking of nice. With another $50. Thank you so much. He says drinks are usually $15. Yeah. So here's three drinks with a tip. Hopefully you think that's nice. It is. That's nice. And, I and like expensive it's tequila. Tight. <laughs> I know. I was going to say in, uh, in Rochester, drinks are not $15. But yes, they can be. That's a good point. <laughs> I, sometimes I forget about that. Yeah, so, yeah. guys, big, big news. As you know, I went on Miserable's Company on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then on Wednesday, I'm watching it before we started doing WTP, Right, and there's Bob Levy. Yeah. And I was like, yes, that's great. Bob Levy's back on Miserable's Company after being away for a week. We got the band back together. But it didn't end there, because then, as we're wrapping up, who are these podcasts, somebody in the chat goes, uh, Chad is on Miserable's yeah. Company right now. And I went, what? And we were talking to Brian Johnson. He was on with us after we ended the show. And I'm like, holy shit, Brian, look at this. I pulled it up. And he's like, I got to go watch it. He, he went running. <laughs> yeah, we all went we all, Yeah, I was, <laughs> knocked my computer over. I went running over. So um, I have to show you guys what transpired here because I guess Chad's a broken man right now. He's got three strikes on his channel, and he can't monetize it anymore. And he was making all the super chats and he had all the memberships and stuff, and he's worried he's going to lose his channel and he's going to lose all of his money. So he is groveling now. He has his chance to come back to Kevin Brennan and say, please, please. Spare some change. Take the strikes away from my channel. He's got his tail between his legs, and they send him a link, and he gets his chance to ask. I mean, what do you want? I mean, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I you literally struck my channel three times. Like, I, I can't work. I can't do anything. I mean, I asked you nicely, you know. I thought I was always cool to you guys. I don't know. I thought I helped you guys. I helped, I promote, told people, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to say. And then, well, then you say, come on at 530 and I'm just sitting here waiting for you, some handyman to leave. Like, it's just <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> well, that, that changed quick. So first off, look at Kevin smile. I know. It's so funny because Chad has no plan of attack. No. What do you want me to say? It's like, yeah. I don't know. You say it, buddy. Yeah. I, I did what I did. What do you What do you want? What do you, what do you want from us? He's like, I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah. That's how this well, works. Who reached out to who? Do we know? I think that they sent him the link. Okay. He was pissed because they had Ski Mask on. Yeah. And so Chad's all upset that Ski Mask was on and he had to sit back there and wait for Ski Mask to be done. Because <laughs> apparently he said the Ski Mask tried to get Chad fired from a gig once or something or deported from the Bahamas. <laughs> I don't even know. It was like so he arrives with story. his tail between legs, but with notes for them. Right. I mean, do you see how quickly that turned around? He's just yeah. like, and what the fuck? Yeah. You guys didn't even bring me on right away. Oh, yeah. It's just weird that like Chad's the only one who's allowed to fuck with people's gigs. Oh, Kevin you know? brings this up a lot. Yeah. It's it's bizarre to me, and I'll bring it up, too, because when we went down to Orlando, and you know we talk about it a lot, but we did the Comedians from the Compound show. I wasn't part of it. I was just there hanging out. And uh, Chad was fucking with us for weeks leading up to that, threatening us. I yeah. was getting emails from him. Gino was getting text messages. See you at the club tonight. Right. Menacingly. And in Chad's mind, that's hilarious. That's funny content that he does that. And everyone else is just like, no, it's just annoying. What are you doing? Chad explaining. He just talks shit. He doesn't actually go through with anything. That's the thing you have to understand about Chad is that, yeah, he runs his mouth and stuff like that. But that's where it, that's where it ends. Because why? Because I was talking shit on Twitter. It's just you're talking shit on Twitter. That's it. I'm not actively. Yeah, but you, you, you go too far with everything. You ever but think like talk. maybe I go too fucking far? But I just talk. I don't do. You talk. You, you are, you're stealing our fucking yeah. content and then gloating about it. How about just fucking steal content? Is that what you do when you steal fucking shit? You you gloat about it? You go to the store the next day. You'd be like, hey, I stole your blender. Hey, Coles, I stole your blender yesterday. It's like, just fucking steal the shit and then move on with your fucking life. Good, good advice. <laughs> True. So, 
So this is so funny because he, he goes on explaining that he doesn't actually do anything. He just talks shit. But meanwhile, he's a criminal who not only breaks the law all the time, but also gets caught. Yeah. Breaking. Like, that's the worst part. Yeah. Is the fact that he gets caught. He, he's not good so at anything. No, he's he's terrible at it. So I guess in his mind, that's how he lives with himself by saying like, well, yeah, I talk a lot of shit, but I don't actually do anything. Like, well, I don't know about that. And when you threaten people, we take it seriously because of your criminal record. So I think everyone takes it seriously. Yeah. Kind of. Makes sense. It's so funny because Chad comes in completely unprepared for this conversation. And so he's going to tell them because he's been um, watching their show, obviously. And when you when he watches the show, he loves to have his little commentary like, oh, they're lying. They're lying. So he again, he explains to them that they're lying on their show all the time. And so the answer is, well, what did we lie about, Chad? And you know, you guys both lie a lot. A no, lot. No, no, okay, okay. You both lie a lot. That hurts. Wait, 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 how did I lie? When did I lie? <laughs> <laughs> On the spot right now? I mean, I could point out yeah. stuff. I can go back just and point, point it out. Point it yeah. out. I don't have yes. a notebook. I didn't I didn't write your lies Wait, down. Just in one, lie. Oh. one lie. One lie. What did I lie? One example. About? Uh, you Chad, said you I, say you lie. You're you said I quit. Huh? You said I quit. I never quit. I you said quit. I wanted to go down. I quit the show. You quit one week. You quit twice. <laughs> no, I never quit. I just said I need a break. No, you kept quitting. One week you you dropped off the show twice. One because you were mad, and another time Ray DeVito was on, and you said I can't take it. I can't I listen can't. to this guy. All right. Okay. So you did quit. Yeah, it's it's insane. And that was so funny the way Kevin does it. Yeah. Like, oh, that hurts coming from you. <laughs> oh, I'm a liar. Okay. <laughs> but how do you not have a single example prepped? And he's just like, why well, don't I have a notebook? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, but you've been watching these shows. This is all recent stuff. And you said you both lie a lot. Yes. So just <laughs> one example. Yeah. Then, oh, you said I quit. It's like, well, that we've all seen. He's just a child trying to get his way. It's so crazy. Cor- yes. <laughs> Correct. The same thing happened with Gino, too. When Gino goes, Chad, you keep saying I'm lying. Name one thing. And then he gave him a whole week to think about it. He still had nothing. <laughs> so, Chad, here's my advice for you in the future for confrontations. Just come prepared. Yeah. He loses every argument because, A, he's a shithead. Mm-hmm. B, he's stupid. And C, he's never prepared. This is a, a dangerous combination of things. Yes. Yes. And they all go hand in hand. <laughs> they all go hand in hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're in the wrong yeah. and you don't have any good reasons for it. And so people go, what the fuck, dude? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> the only impressive thing about this guy is that he's still alive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's terrible at everything. And I was actually thinking about his hype train thing. He should have been a hype man. Yeah. Because all he does is just make little bits of noise here and there. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to do to be a hype man. Yeah, it's low brain capacity for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could have been the white flavor flave. Yeah. 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 Suicidal tendencies could have used him. <laughs> Yeah. This is well, so insane yeah. because I usually I usually watch and uh, or I don't watch and I just listen to this stuff and just looking in his eyes you can just tell there's nothing behind them at oh, all. I know. It's crazy. No, it's not. It's not good. So Chad goes right to he's the victim. Yeah. And this is a bad move for him because he's the mud shark. He's the guy who's gonna fuck with people mm-hmm. until it doesn't work. And then all of a sudden he's the victim. He said that. You and said she called that. her a whore. She called her a whore. Because of the fact that she... I should give this a little context. So now Chad's mad at Bob's wife, Gina. Gina Levy put out a tweet. And basically what the tweet said, because I remember seeing it, was that Chad's saying a lot of crazy shit because Chad was talking about her stepdaughter. Chad's saying a lot of crazy shit, but Chad is the product of abuse and he had a tough upbringing 
uh, with his mom and his stepdad. And so Chad's turning that into, oh, he, he called all these names to my, my mom. It's like, well, this is all the stuff that you told them about your upbringing when you were playing the victim that he day. He said that. You and said she called that. her a whore. She called her a whore. Because of the fact that she let her kid get fucking beat up by somebody because they fucking filled the fridge. She got beat up too, that. Bob. She got beat up too. She was a victim and she died brokenhearted, man. She felt terrible and she just took it. And she goes, if she left my father, my father was going to kill her. So she was a victim, dude, and it's serious. Are you fucking kidding me? Famous stand-up comedian, folks. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so uh, dramatic. Now we're supposed to feel bad for his mom who died brokenhearted or yeah. some shit. Like, what? What does this have to do with you? It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it's so insane, but he just wants to, like, flip it. Yeah. Because he can't defend himself. Uh, so now he's going, yeah, but you guys are assholes, too. I- I'm the victim over here. <laughs> Chad, don't play the victim card. It's not ever going to work for you. It's not a good luck for you, either. Really Do you think he put it. the thing about the mom and his appeal to his copyright claims? <laughs> Probably, yeah. And, and he's like, "You want to see victim cards? I got victim cards." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where did you get those victim cards? <laughs> <laughs> Not the gym. I promise you that. The issue that Bob has with Chad is Chad keeps going, and Bob would call me up and give me the worst advice. Right. He kept telling me what to do and trying to manipulate me with all this bad advice. So Bob's like, "What did I tell you that was bad advice, Chad?" Because what Chad does is he doesn't listen to the advice. He does the opposite thing, and then it all goes to shit. And then he's mad at the guy who gave him the advice that he didn't follow. Like, well, you didn't follow the advice. Yeah. So, but I, but I called you. Yeah, I know. So I, so I don't even know what to tell you. So Bob's annoyed with it because he's like, can you name one thing I told you right. that was bad advice? Truthfully, how how many times a, a week, Nidian, were we on the phone talking about what I was telling you? Just I talked to Kevin, just fucking fine. You're going to do three days a week. Just stay there. Don't say anything. And what happened? I don't know. It's all a blur right now. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on right this second. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. I'm saying, and then you, you call me a liar by saying, like, Kevin's reaction to that was just like, that's pathetic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you, you came out here because you need something from us and right. you've got nothing. And we're watching you paint yourself into a corner. <laughs> yes. And that's what you have. <laughs> I love the slow Everything's burn. Everything's a blur. I gotta watch that again. I love the slow burn of Kevin processing what he just said. <laughs> like, what a fucking loser. And what happened? I don't know. It's all a blur right now. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on right this second. <laughs> and I'm saying, and then you, you call me a liar by saying, like, uh, I never lied to you. Never. Not once. Okay. And you were really shitty to me, though, once I got cut off the uh, show. You were shitty. So talking about my nine-year-old brother no, and all I, that, uh, getting run over. We laughed. Said, Listen to me. Listen to me. The victim again. Chad <laughs> immediately turns it into he's the victim again. They were talking about his brother. And this is all everyone's fault but mine. Like, Chad, just fess up. Why wouldn't he go on there and be like, guys, I, I fucked up. I, I, this is, I should have never let it got to this point. He does finally get to that. He says that, I, I think, like 40 minutes in. Yeah. Where he finally goes, ah, this got out, this got out of control. It's got away from me, guys. I, th- I think that's the way I would have started this whole conversation. Like, ah, this, this one got away from me. My bad. Kevin is saying he didn't really care at first that the Snipe streaming was happening from Chad's channel. And he's been saying this over and over again. He's just like, I, I would have let it go because we were actually kind of having fun. The two shows, we're getting the super chats, and we were kind of going back and forth. And we were making fun of you because you were saying shit about us and people were reporting on it. But the problem was, is Chad was being such a pompous douche. Yeah, the gloating. The gloating. 
is is what the real problem is because you can't sit there make money off of someone else's content and tell those people who are your content that they suck and they're losers and that you're winning. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It, it tends to rub people the wrong way. <laughs> yes, and and KB lost patience for this at a certain point. There's all chat. Even if you just snipe streamed us and just fucking snipe streamed us and just left it at that, I probably wouldn't even have given a shit. You're on. I heard you say it. What? You're like you're like I'm glad Chad snipe stringing us because he could be on the show. I don't have to deal with him or pay him. I saw yeah, that. That's basically the reality. But when you're like gloating about how much money you're making and you're you're taking down my numbers and you're doing this, I'm like, you said I'm gonna sit here like a fucking bitch and just be like, oh, I'm playing Kevin. I'm playing Kevin again. It's like, what are you well, stupid? Like even if even if I was you email me like even if I was even if I was Tom Papa, I would still have a fucking reaction to it. But you think you you think me, Kevin Brennan is not gonna have a reaction? to that where i just gonna go just shut it the fuck down it's like you're so stupid you're just fucking stupid like nothing's ever nothing you never leave well enough or no you never just go like yeah we can all win like ray devito does that i told ray devito ray do a show every fucking night mlc wrap-up he should be doing less shows no but he's like he's actually like he's actually like kevin i'm actually it's actually working yeah no shit yeah, no shit. I said it would work, and it fucking worked. So you're like gloating, and now you're like, oh, they're striking my channel. Even when, even with Steel Toe, I always took the. It's like you never take the high road, and you're a fucking what idiot. Do do? <laughs> <laughs> so I like that he's still dishing out advice telling Ray DeVito what he should do. Ray oh, DeVito yeah. doesn't have three strikes on his channel. Right. He's actually able to monetize this show. Yeah. So. He doesn't need advice from you, Chad. I guarantee you that. Chad saw a, a, a tiny opportunity there. Right. Yeah, he can't get out of his own way. This, yeah. this is what I mean. He's not helping his cause here at all, no. obviously, because Chad's just going to chat. That's just what it is. But it's just so funny to me that KB really lays it out that, dude, it was fine. We were fine with it. And you just had to be such an asshole about it yeah. that you forced my hand. And he basically said... That, yeah, I mean, I, I had to finally strike your channel to shut you up and put you in your place. Always take the fucking, you always go into mud. And then when, when you get dragged in mud, you're like, oh my God, everyone's so mean to me. But, but I never struck your channel. I never said, when so I said, what would you strike it for? And you're, first of all, you're lying. You did strike it last week when I was yelling. And you might be striking it right now because I'm yelling again. The, the, fact that, the fact that you said you never, you, you never, never cared, struck. You I never, never cared struck, about yelling. You never struck Chrissy or Frank's channel. What would, never, you strike ever. what would you strike it for? What would you strike it for? Because they're using my footage. They're talking about me. you're allowed to. It's fair use. It you're, is. What you're doing is fucking illegal. What about what Bob was telling, telling it myself? And I was it's just like, good oh, you living. It's good nature yeah, you... living. Pop <laughs> was telling me to up myself. That was good nature living. <laughs> I like uh, Tampa Catalytic Converters. Oh, that's awesome. Says, uh, Chad tends to rob people the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. It's a good joke. <laughs> Super chatters are funny sometimes. KB might be onto something with that. That's pretty good. So I love that Chad goes, and he said this a few times throughout this. He's like, I don't strike people's channel. Well, first off, he was telling the, his viewers to report the channel yeah he was telling him to report people so it's like that's why as soon as i heard about that that's when i was just like i shouldn't have given this guy any advice or tried to help him out because that's a shitty thing to do if if everyone just plays above board and we just rag on each other let's not get the authorities involved let's not get youtube involved because he goes he wanted credit for not putting any copyright strikes against me or chrissy it's like yeah but we weren't doing anything to you that you could do that stuttering john tried it with me and it got reversed very quickly because he was in the wrong he doesn't understand how fair use works. He wants credit for not doing something shitty. Correct. 
Yes. Do you know how many times I have not murdered you? <laughs> right. I know. It's impressive. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't thank you enough. Finally. So I guess Chet, like, he doesn't realize that he's doing things differently than everyone else. He thinks that he's just like, well, I'm just doing all the stuff that everyone else is doing. Like, no, you're literally just stealing their content and then accepting money as people watch you watch it. And like Kevin said, he's always taking the low road. Yes. The lowest. Right. Of course. He's playing in the mud. He loves the mud. So then he starts complaining about how he was going to go on the Shuley Network and he was going to get Joe the producer on his show or producer Joe and uh, and all this stuff was going to happen. And then it all fell apart one day in just one day's time. And Kevin has to remind him what happened that night. So it's not, it's not a, about talent. It's not that was about a day talent. after you got crazy drunk and couldn't and couldn't turn off your own fucking uh, broadcast. And, yeah, and it, was then you were it was an experiment that went wrong. And I haven't been drunk since. Yeah. <laughs> I, doubt, <laughs> yeah. I doubt it. I doubt that's the case, but it's just like, he takes no responsibility. Just like, right. and other than Shuli turned on me, it's like, well, yeah, but we all saw what happened when you were like wasted on your show. No one wants to work with someone like that. It's not a good idea to go into business with someone who can't keep their eyes open on their own broadcast. It's bad. So Chad's very frustrating because he always wants it both ways. He wants to be the victim. He wants to be the mud shark. I think, I think he's got to like pick a lane. God, you, pride, you, you, you pride yourself on being a fucking mud shark. You, I'm, I'm going in the mud and then, and then, and then you're like, no, I never did that. It's like you, that's your Kevin. fucking, that's your business model. You're a mud shark. I take it right to the limit, right, right where, to the limit. You take right it to, to the your limit, limit but everybody else thinks you fucking, you cross the line constantly. You said that you're showing a house of steel. It wasn't even his house. You guys, just run with it. You're like, oh, he's showing a Run with it? You said it was his house. Yeah, I know. I said, but it was just I'm <laughs> fucking around, even with the Cardiff guy. I have all his information. I'm not going to dox him, but I'm going to pretend like I am because it's funny. Oh, yeah. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the thing. He wants to have it both ways. So what he was doing with Cardiff, and I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, it could have been blackmail or extortion or something. I'm not even sure if it, maybe it was against the lie. I don't know one way or the other. But just to like say that I have all your information, I can use it against you and ruin your life, is a really shitty thing to do. And then to say, but I wasn't going to do it. It was just funny. Well, that's the opposite of funny. Right. Ruining people's lives is the opposite of funny, Chad. I don't know if you realize that. And you just made it shittier somehow. Yeah. Fucking. I'm starting to think this Pinkman's being a real fucking Pinkman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I could be wrong. Well, I, I watched this intensely last night. Yeah. And Kevin points that point out. All the time is that you claim that you're this guy, the mud shark, mm -hmm. and then as soon as people play on your level, you're out. And that's the other thing, too, is so the shit that he was doing with Steel Toe, I think, definitely crossed the line because yeah. he's getting and he says, I never talked about his kids. He was showing pictures of them that he found on the ex-wife's Facebook page. Like, what are you doing? How is this content for your show? And, yeah. and he acts like this was all fun and games and everyone was having fun. Aaron wasn't having a lot of fun with it. Right. Oh, but it's not his fault because Aaron came in him. We'll get into all of that. The, the he started it fucking thing too is another. It's the dumbest excuse I've ever heard in my life. And of course, we could tie all of this shit back to Chad's actions, obviously. But this is I always love when Chad says this. What? What have I done? You're a lying piece of shit. Other than that, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Like, I mean, you is... pride yourself on being a piece of shit, and then you get mad when people get mad that you're a piece of shit. Name my lies, then. What? What am I lying about? <laughs> well, I, 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 I confess to my lies. I just want to say you this. have an 83 page fucking rap sheet. That's so... a lie. That's a lie. 83 pages. 37 credit cards. That those you're are right. lies. It's actually 86 pages. I did lie. <laughs> The balls of this guy to be like, what do I lie about? Oh, and then he goes, but I fess up to my lies. No, you got caught. Right. You get caught 
in your crimes, in your lies. This doesn't make this isn't like a, a redeeming quality yeah. that you have getting caught lying and stealing. And that's the other thing too. He goes to thirty-seven credit cards. What was it? Thirty-one. It's right. something like that. But one whatever. should be embarrassing <laughs> yeah, to you. That's right? Why are you? <laughs> that's his superpower. He is incapable of being embarrassed. That's true. That's true. But I do think he's like playing a character. I I think that when this ends, he curls up in the corner and cries. Oh. <laughs> don't you? I don't know. I, I doubt this guy because he was all bright about how his friends. He's going out with friends later that night. I doubt he like walks out. I was like, ooh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> he's in uh, pregame mode. <laughs> I really think it's just like a goldfish memory. I think he forgets immediately because you see how he doesn't remember anything in these clips whatsoever. That's ooh. true. That is true. Okay. This one's crazy. Chad thinks people don't like him because Kevin and, and me are telling people not to like Chad. When people do shit back to you, you're like, Kevin, do you really think you're likable? Huh? You re- By the way, this is an Opie thing, too, where Opie likes to blame Anthony for people not liking him. Yeah. He's like, well, Anthony tells his fans not to like me, and that's that's why they don't like me. It's, well, that's well, weird, because high school Chad would say, well, if you're cool, people just recognize it. Yeah. And you're popular course. that way. You, you would think so. Yeah. But there's a narrative oh. working against <laughs> him. This poor guy is fighting the narrative all the time. When people do shit back to you, you're like, Kevin, do you really think you're likable? Huh? You really think you're compared likable? to you? Compared to you, I'm very likable. Compared when was to the last time even... you hung out with a friend and had a beer? Oh, that's how we're going by. First of all, I don't need friends. <laughs> I got I got super chatters. I'd rather people super chat me than fucking guys piazzas hang have want to have a beer with me. <laughs> then what's after the beer? We I gotta do a fucking rusty trombone. Fuck that. I like I like the way things are now. So the fact of the matter is, it's like people don't like you. Except that's not true people. though. You're trying to that manipulate true. People. And then you pride no, you're yourself. trying to manipulate your audience. You do it all no, the time. No, Chad, you pride yourself on being you a dude. You and Carl, that was all business yesterday. You guys were doing business. You want some WATP, and he wants some MLC. You guys want you, you guys want he, the money. You said you like his band. No, I said he's a good guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is obviously getting crazy. I love that Chad thinks that people don't like him because Kevin's telling people not to like him, not because he's an asshole on the internet. Right, right. And you know what? Fuck, I'll bring, I'll bring Cardiff on because he'll tell you what an asshole this guy is. Ooh. On the internet. Hey, Ooh, hello. Unfortunately, my super chat is blocked. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, I got you, buddy. Yes, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this real quick because he's been threatening to, I think he did an entire episode threatening to dox you and he, ruin your life. An entire episode, which he's removed. He's pulled down. Don't worry, I have it recorded. He, he did an entire episode. I've got emails after email after email from this guy. Uh, again, threatening me to do something to me if I don't get off, you know, the Chad Zumok topic. Pretty funny joke. Uh, so, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, All right. Hilarious. Multi-levels. But I love how, I, like you pulled out, he started this episode with, oh, why would I do anything? Someone, we're, you, why would you do something to me? We were just uh, mm-hmm. we're just talking shit on the internet. Right. No big deal. Right. Have I done anything other than talk shit on the internet? Well, honestly, you were trying to get people on Chad's side for a long time there until finally he was such a douche to you that you're like, All right, fuck this guy. I tried. I did everything I could. Well, he, he turned on me the second Kevin said, talking to potatoes is stupid. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you know, daddy told him, don't play with the potato anymore. And he turned on me very quickly. Uh, you posted something in the chat. Did you really consult uh, an attorney about this behavior? Uh, no comment. Okay. All right. So he can chat about it, but he can't talk about it, apparently. That wasn't me. That was the fake Cardiff in chat. Oh, that's a fake Cardiff? Yes. There's lots of fake cards. Jesus Christ. I, I've just learned that there's a lot of fake Carls in Discord. 
I, yeah. for, I forgot who I was talking to. I was at Husey's show. Who have I been flirting with? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was at, I was at Husey's show yesterday, and <laughs> and someone was like, "Oh yeah, man, you were really fucking ragging on me in Discord this morning." I'm like, "I wasn't at Discord this morning," so I don't know. It was like Melton server or something like that. Yeah, I've never been there in my life, so oops, it's probably not me on Discord. Just uh, so everybody knows. All right, so now KB has to explain to Chad that he needs to take responsibility. For everything that's happening and for all the problems he has. Chad, at some point you gotta go. You gotta go. And we're not playing. A, a, I got more friends than you. You gotta. You gotta. You you pride yourself. Like like like. Uh, when something happens to me, I'm not like I'm such a great guy. Why did shit happen to me? I'm like, okay, I'm a bit of a dick. You're gonna get. Um, sometimes it's gonna fucking. Uh, right. It's gonna boomerang back at me. But you always take this like. I can't believe shit's happening to me. I no. can't believe more shit is not happening to you. No, I understand, like, there's ramifications of consequences of things I have done. I completely understand, and I own it. And, you know, and I'm not perfect in this situation, but I'm also not the biggest, I'm not the problem either. There's all yeah, kinds of you are of the problem. You are the problem. So Chad just said both things. Yeah. I, I get it. This thing's, this shit is all happening because of my actions, but I'm not the problem. Right. No, you no, you are. I, I own it, but fuck you. Right, yeah. It's like, wait, what is he doing? He doesn't He's know what to do. He's the dumbest guy. Yeah. He really is. I don't even know why he showed up on the show. He's got nothing. And, and honestly, what he should have done is just begged. Just like, guys, please reinstate my channel. I'll leave you alone. Whatever I got to do. That's all he should have done. Instead, he's like try, still trying to fight some it, fight. It gets a little sad at the end. It does get uh, sad. At the and end. I think that's as close as he'll get to begging. Yes. He literally backed himself into a corner where he can either look pathetic or pathetic. There's, yes. no, there's no other options. Right. I, I need to correct Chris. That's not as close as you can get to begging. His show's after this, where he just has his Venmo and PayPal and all the places you can send him <laughs> oh, okay. That's begging. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> point it doesn't matter it's like you pride yourself on 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 playing dirty and then when other people play dirty it's funny to you to show a fake house hilarious to me yeah okay right that's why that's why yeah that's why you're you're actually like literally try to remove a youtube count i'm like okay that's funny to me that's hilarious to me i wake up laughing because i because because of that I mean, it's like it's like you think it's funny what you do, and then you think what everybody, what everybody else does is mean spirited. It's like it's fucking ridiculous. He's got All right, you there. Sorry, I don't know what to say. There's nothing. There's, you don't have to feel sorry for yourself. Be like, uh, I hate having to agree with Kevin. Yeah, no, Kevin is is spot on with this because Chad just likes to say like, so he fucks with people in their personal life, and he goes, well, yeah, but I do that because it's funny. Right. And you're actually trying to take down my channel, which is how I make money. And Kevin's like, well, yeah, that's what I think is funny. Now what? Your yeah. move, idiot. You're also <laughs> threatening to call my employer. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, what else is funny? I know. I, this this is the whole thing. It's like, Chad, and, and if he embraced it, this is the problem, is that if you're going to be the villain, if you're going to be the heel, you got to maintain that persona the whole time. You can't like one day be like, ah, gosh, being mean isn't for me, guys. I'm going to stop doing it now. Also, the best villains have a likable, relatable quality to them. True. I, yeah, I mean, heels in wrestling, I always root for. <laughs> yeah. They're usually right. hilarious. Yeah, right. Not Chad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I don't know what to say. There's nothing. There's, you don't have to feel sorry for yourself. Be like, a play I'm not sorry. No, I'm not, no, the play I, I, I don't know what to say. Just, fucking, just try to not be sorry, a fucking I'm not douche. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I have no idea. <laughs> he's in way over his head with this whole argument that he's going, okay, this is where it gets very funny. From my perspective, because then they start talking about like KB is still shocked that I tried to help Chad out. Right. And I, I remember when that went down, that was on, on Monday when he learned about that. And he's like, I guess I'm feuding with Carl now. He's helping out Chad. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Well, a r- real big roller coaster this week. I mean, the All fact right. that Carl helped you, 
The fact that Carr was going to help you should have brought you to fucking tears because you say nothing but shit about the guy. And the guy's great at what he All does. Right. Yeah, we know. Suck his dick some more. Suck now, his now dick I'm some more. Now I'm a fan of what he does. And the he fact used that to, he used to you. shit on him all the time saying just, he fucking just, sucked. Just to play along with you. But I'm saying the fact that he's helped, that the fact that he reached out to help you when you've been nothing but shit to him should have brought, brought you to fucking tears. That no, actually, I, listen, I know you love me. his Patreon and his, his fans, but I, I emailed him, thank you very much. I appreciate that it should have been more than that it should have been like wow wow what do I, I, send I, a maybe coffee I, cake? no maybe i misjudge people <laughs> maybe i misjudge everybody he came, he was coming after me unprovoked for months because uh, during the kumia christie pile on so because yeah, you talk about you talk about shit about him constantly but i wasn't no i wasn't saying anything bad about before that all he, you ever he, say is bad stuff about him can you pause <laughs> Yes, of course I can. But first off, though, Cardiff, the the sending a coffee cake was a funny line yeah, from Chad, yeah. and I did check the PO box. There is no coffee oh. cake yet. Kevin even makes a callback to that one. He does. Like, yeah, yeah was, you should do that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> All right, what, what was that, Cardiff? Did you once even mention Chad Zumach before he came on and tried to fuck with your show? No, I didn't know who he was. That was that was my introduction to Chad Zumach. Him emailing me and saying, "I want to come on your show," and then he sucks. And then later he says he was trolling me. So you started it. Well, the other thing, too, I, I have to point this out because Chad likes to say, and I have a clip later where he's just going, "All I don't start anything. People just come after me and then I have to defend myself. You have to realize that when you go after Chrissy and Frank as viciously as he was going after them for as long as he was going after them, they have friends. And mm-hmm. so their alliances will be formed. And I didn't like Chrissy at first. She kind of fucked me over. That was a problem. But we mended that fence. Game. Well, before that, she just lied to me and didn't come on the show, but the baseball game, too. So, yeah, there were two strikes on her on that. Get it? Anyway, Chrissy and I became friends. And so I remember we had Chrissy and Frank over to the house. We podcasted together. And then we were just chatting in the kitchen. And they were just telling me all this shit about what Chad has talked about, what he's done. I'm like, what a piece of shit. So it's like, if you're going to shit on people... Don't be shocked when their friends go, I don't like you, man. You're not a cool dude. And for that to be the consequence, just saying stay away after he went after them so aggressively is is very polite and kind on their end. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Mm-hmm. They've kept things above board. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I think, I know that the potato will disagree, but I think Pe- Frank Pellegrino is... Uh, Pellegrino. Yeah, I know. I, I think he's a class act, um, the way that he handles all of this stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that Chad was saying in the, other, in the earlier clip, there's too much to process here for even for me, is Chad's mad at Kevin for having me on his show because he's like, this is all transactional. He's got an audience. You've got an audience. I'm like, yes, Chad, are you just figuring this out now? This is why I guest on other people's shows and I've guessed on my show is to try to build this thing with all of our different audiences. Like that's, that's how Chrissy has gotten to where she is because she built this thing with all these different content creators. And she's in parts of all these different worlds. And so she has a much bigger audience. And Chad sits there. He's, he's got like the fucking Patrick Michael syndrome where he's just like, well, why the fuck would I go on someone else's show? That's not my show. It's like, well, no, that's what you do. This appearance here is to get his YouTube channel back. I know. I mean, what? <laughs> what is there to know? What the fuck? Oh, he's so fucking stupid. You want a fun fact, Carl? Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad has, uh, well, I guess it's his, his YouTube channel has been taken down. I guess all those memberships he was selling are uh, in limbo. Yeah, I'm sure those people are bailing. Uh, he's also removed uh, showing how many patrons he has on his Patreon. Oh yeah, he pulled that move. Yeah, I wonder, so wonder why. I think that's starting to to plummet. And he did he did accidentally show his 
his monthly dollar amount on one of his streams of $856. Okay. Fun fact. Well, I'm glad you said that now because now we're going to get into the fact that Chad's been bragging about his money and how much money he has. And then as soon as YouTube gets cut off, he's crying that he's poor and he doesn't know what to do. So KB calls him out for that. In any case, in any case, uh, the point is, is like you're bragging about how much money you're making. If you're making all this money, you should be sitting on a pile of fucking cash. I'm just saying that they make you mad. You shouldn't even care if you get a strike. I'm just saying that they I fucking know. Yeah, I'm aware of it. And that's why I fucking put a strike on you or try to put a strike on you. It took us two months to fucking It's your email address, mlcpod at gmail.com. Okay, it took two months for it to fucking happen. And you think I'm going to just sit there to like, while you're trying to fucking uh, poke the bear, trying to goad me into fucking like reacting, I reacted. Yeah, I reacted. You, you said, said you didn't mind. You did it to piss me off. It pissed me off. Do you watch the fucking uh, Jimmy Butler the other night? How'd that work out when they pissed off Jimmy Butler? Did he just take a like, oh, they're pissing me off. I guess I should uh, go sulk over here. He fucking won the game. He's like, there you go, bitch. That's what I, I did to you. There you go, bitch. I love how close he is to the camera. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> yeah, the bear has been poked. <laughs> he is very angry with him. So so now Chad, because he's always lying, and I, I always point this out. It's nothing new. But when he talks about how he has all this money and things are going so well and he could buy a house on my street and all these things and then when he's presented with like well then why are you saying you're poor now he's like well i was lying i was just trying to fuck with you it's like yeah we know yeah chad you that wasn't working at all and the fact that you were doing it didn't help your cause because now look at us now look at where we're all at you dummy his instincts are all off was it on here where he talked about not even setting up his adsense account yes yeah he oh, goes okay. he goes why don't you pull the money out? i was like i don't know how to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right this is um I don't know. We'll just keep keep the conversation going, I suppose. I don't blame him. If I was if I was doing nothing, I'd be watching my show too. Hi, E Rock. Hi, E Rock. Hundred dollars. That's all I'm worth. Hi, Eric. As as Chad calls him, Eric, when he's trying to kiss. Well, up listen, I I mean, I, I'm sorry for whatever. I, it got out of hand. It's a hard show to do, and you know it is. And I, I I'm not trying to be. No, a, I don't want to be a problem, man. And dude, I, I Kevin, I know you don't believe this, but you were my friend. I liked you. We got oh. along. We. When we was just shooting the shit, we were friends, dude, and you know it, and you don't want to admit it. But yeah, but we then you, but then you fuck things up, and then it's everybody else's fault. And losing a friend is what hurts the most. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have to remind everybody. So now Chad tries to pull the friend card. Yeah, this is interesting too. Uh, sorry to derail yeah, you. No, but go ahead. I don't know if you pulled this clip, but very soon after this, he pulls the "Well, you don't know me" card. Right. Right after saying how yeah. close they used to be. Yeah, I know you never got even got to know me, yeah. KB. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I don't, I've talked to KB a couple times. Never once would I expect him to text me and be like, "How's your mom doing?" Like, I, that's just not who KB is. I don't. Think. How about don't, that I, beer? Let's. Yeah, get I it. could be wrong. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want to fucking give me a rusty trap bone or know about my family. <laughs> that's what I've learned about KB. But you guys have to remember that KB has Chad blocked on his phone from an incident over a year ago. Chad is a shitty friend. And the fact that he's trying to pull the friend card, it's like, well, no, I already don't like you as a friend. Like, we've already established that. This has been a business relationship ever since they brought him back on MLC for the second stint that Bob Levy got them to bring him back in there. That story checks out. And I, I get it from KB's perspective because, like I said, when we were in Orlando, Chad decided to spend the afternoon texting and emailing threats to us. And saying he's going to come to the comedy show. And, and it's like, oh, great. Neat. Thanks, man. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish right now, but you're not making friends. That's for damn sure. 
But again, Chad's going to say right here that he never starts anything. He's just defending himself. Fired Same thing it. with Patton Oswalt. You throw yourself in the middle of that, and then, then you're like, oh, well, why does everyone hate me? Yeah, this because it's not, your, it's not your business. The Patton Oswalt is not your fucking business. It's five but years don't later. don't you bring the heat to people, too, online? I just defend myself. I have to. Yeah. No, you don't. You, 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 you act like you just react to something that happens to you. You start most of this shit. Well, I don't know. I, I I just came on here just like to squash it, and I guess it's I don't know, whatever. Uh, I like that there's a statute of limitations too. They're like, what about how you got run out of Hollywood because you were telling everyone that Pat Oswalt killed his wife? And he's like, yeah, that was five years ago. Right. I mean, that's not that long ago. I remember. Five it's it's five years less <laughs> shitty than it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. So it's it's funny because when Chad says like I don't go after people, and then people are able to give example after example. This is what Chad needs to do. He needs to have examples to back up shit that he says. If you're going to say shit, I want to play just two clips from when I was on Misery Loves Company on Tuesday, which is available on our Patreon and Supercast if you want to listen and or watch that entire episode. But uh, producer Chris getting some love from KB. I thought this was nice. You understand. No, that's why it's better. That's why it's better. Like you make point A to point B and then and then and then you make that point. And then you 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 good nature ribbing for a couple of seconds, and then yeah. the Chris guy is funny, right? Your producer Chris. Yes, yes, producer Chris right. is hilarious. He's because no, a, a lot of times you can't see who's talking because the things are little. So I'm like, yeah. I think that Chris guy is funny. Uh, That's amazing. I know that that was very cool. They were complimenting you the uh, the day before on the show as well, and then later on, the uh, someone super chatted because Adam is the guy who produces the show for them, and they were wondering. What it would be like if we had a combination of the two. Five dollars. How do we create a hybrid of Adam and producer Chris to make to create the ultimate producer? Agreed. That'd be awesome. We probably got to fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. If I had a guess. I don't know. Uh, I'll get in touch with Sebastian. Figure this out. <laughs> yeah. And producer Chris is on every show, and then you get another. You get different third guys. Correct. Yep. All right. Uh, Bob, nothing gets by me. Bob, <laughs> and sometimes third potatoes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> sometimes the editor of your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole crew. <laughs> hey, the janitor's coming in. <laughs> wow. Man, we, we, the staff is getting large here, isn't it? Because the potato makes our, our games and uh, Ed, the editor is uh, making sure that he takes out all my blunders and gaffes. Those are my notes to add. I go, take out the gaffes, if you will. <laughs> he works harder than I do, that's for sure. Oh, stop it. I see what you I see what you did there. Yes. I, I don't like it. Um, let me see where I am with the Super Chats real quick. Did I do this one? Yes, that was the last one I did, I think. Mm-hmm. Two-Faced mm-hmm. Lying Bastard. Can't say just wanted to pop in. Thank you for doing that. Nice! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we did yeah, this one. Yeah. Thank you, Nice, again, for the $50. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. Michael C., two bucks. Writers Guild Strike. Trevor Zero, five bucks, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I'm in. Addicted to Super Chats, $10. We need a lie counter in the corner. I know what I said, but it's not true. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, God, that was that was so funny because, yeah, they kept playing that, uh, that drop of Chad going, I know what I said, but it's not true. And then he's, like, mad at you for believing him. Yeah. I, I know I said that I was going to dox Cardiff, but I wasn't going to. And I, I know I, I posted a photo of April's mom and, and their kids, and but, you know, but I, I didn't. It wasn't – I didn't really do that. It's like, well, what do you want us to believe, buddy? It still blows my mind how many people – 
were mad at me from that camp about lying about having the puncher on my show, which was a very obvious <laughs> gag. Yes. But all of Chad's... Anyways, please continue with the Super Chats. I, for, I forgot about that incident, Cardiff. That really went side... People actually thought you were going to get a guy who does not exist. Yes. <laughs> but everybody was mad at me in that equation. Right. Nobody was mad at Chad. When I went on Misery Loves Company, we were talking about what we would need to do while well, I started the negotiations. I'm like, well, what does Chad need to do to get you to reverse these strikes? And uh, I said, personally, I want to know the real story behind the black guy. Yeah. Cause I know for a fact that everything he said is bullshit and I really want, I'm, I'm just like curious. Right. So I don't have to give up anything. Kevin has to do his thing and then we can maybe figure that out. That'd but how would nice. you ever know? No, I, I know exactly. It's like, <laughs> no matter what he says, you just be like, all right, that's another thing. Nice with $10. Who was more famous? Chad or, is that Shuley? Yeah. Would, would anyone know Shuley if he wasn't on Howard just saying, no, that's where he got to start. That's why we yeah. know Shuley, because he used to call in Howard, then he got a job for the news team. Oh, no, I knew him from the Vegas airport. Yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. before that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tampa, Catalina Converters with five euros. Yeah. Chad tends to rob people the wrong way. Yes, very funny. Wordplay. Uh, Neelax, 44, 10 bucks. Hey, Carl, thank you for getting me into the Dabbleverse. If it weren't for you, I would not be aware of all this juicy drama. You are very welcome, sir, and thanks for hopping on board with us. Dela, speculations, who served Melton? Okay, maybe you guys know. I'm not keeping up with this Melton stuff. I, I watched the clip. It looked like acting to me. I'm not buying it. I think he's, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you know, Cardiff? He seemed ex- He seemed almost excited that he got served. Sure. Like, he didn't seem upset. It was It was very strange. I, I reached out to him. I, no no answer. He's, he's, holding, uh, he's holding tight on this, but I have no, I, I have no idea what he what he could have done that would have got him served that got him excited. Like it was almost like, Oh yes, finally. But yeah, yeah. no idea. It's weird. I, I call bullshit. I know that he's selling steel toe merchandise in his store. Like he literally grabbed the exact logo and puts it on shirts and sweatshirts and stuff. You can buy it from him, but I don't think Aaron gives a fuck about that. I, I doubt Aaron would be putting any time into uh, serving him for that. And you wouldn't get served necessarily for that. I think they'd start with a cease and desist. Yeah. You have to take it which down. Is just, yeah, I know. I, I agree. I, I think it might be bullshit. It might be a work because mm-hmm. Melton's looking for some attention, but who knows? Nice with $5. Here's 5 bucks, Cardiff. Can you turn into French fries? I'm hungry. Cardiff? No. No. Wow! <laughs> Chucky! Haka haka. Haka haka. I love you more than a friend. All right, Tukey. Let's, uh, let's not go there just yet. We're just talking right now. Void Wraith, here is a super chat. Straight to the point. I like it. Yeah. Mike G, at some point in the video, Chad says that you'll have a field day with it. Field day was a success. Yeah. In fact, I was watching MLC the next day, yesterday, and Kevin goes, I just want to watch what Carla has to say about <laughs> Chad coming back on the show. Well, happy field day. Yes. We'll get, a, we'll get that up as soon as uh, my editor better work all fucking night on this. <laughs> I need a video editor. I'm still doing my video editing, people. Like the roast? Yeah, I need to do that. That's a good point. <laughs> you know what else gives me shit about that is my dad. He's like, Carl, when are you going to get the roast done? I, I know, I know, I know. Well, well, I keep calling him, that's why. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, nice five bucks, Vegas Airport. Laugh my fucking ass off. That was Shuley's job when he was doing <laughs> open mics and calling into the Stern Show. So that's what that is. All right. Now, I know that Ed's excited to catch an alien. Yes. And I'll tell you what, man. I am also excited to catch an alien. Will the rookie streak continue? Yes, that is the question. And people can play along on YouTube. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch 
an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien? Did it? And now here it is. And this is what we bring. And you know what? And I and I think there's two things with some of these doctors. One, these doctors have an ego. And they know they know that they're wrong. They know that things have changed. But they don't want to go against what they've been saying for the last 50 years. They don't want to go against the grain. So they just say the same old shit over and over again. Like, say, like, the ones that aren't worried about the money. They, they don't want to go against the grain, and they don't want to be wrong because of an ego. And then the other thing I know for sure is that they, they don't want to be that doctor that goes in and says, hey, all this shit is wrong. We need to rewrite everything. We need to rewrite everything, even in the school. When you go to science class, instead of, uh, you know, I don't even know if they have science class anymore where you do like a thing on a frog. You know, you probably do a thing on, uh, you know. This sounds familiar. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, a fake plastic frog. B. On an iPad. Mm. Next, a hunk of cheese. <laughs> Four, some transgender. <laughs> Lastly, maybe not a Mickey Mouse doll <laughs> to catch mm. an alien. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yeah, on a potato. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go first this time, and I have to go B iPad. It just seemed to make sense, which is probably the wrong way to go about it, I'm sure. Ed, the editor, what do you think? I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm going B iPad. It seems like the obvious answer, but we're going to try the obvious answer. Ooh, okay. Yikes. I, I wrote B. Oh, shit. So we're all going iPad, yeah. and Cardiff uh, is smiling, but that's nothing new. Yeah, we're screwed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Some people in the chat are saying cheese. Okay, so hold on. I'm going to give you all a second guess. <laughs> Just because I'm proud of this one. <laughs> all right, I'm switching to Mickey Mouse. All right, I'm going transgender. <laughs> I'll stay with iPad. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we need to rewrite everything, even in the school. When you go to science class, instead of, uh, you know, I don't even know if they have science class anymore where you do like a thing on a frog. You know, you probably do a thing on, uh, you know, some like trans, some transgender fucking what? bullshit. You know, who knows what they do? I'm afraid to know. But <laughs> his cast is just like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was hoping he was it. trying to fake us out again. <laughs> Did not work out for me. Wow. Cardiff, you found uh, quite the clip there. Jeez. Fucking mm-hmm. Tommy. And this is his new set. These are new episodes. Yeah, that's oh, what okay. I thought. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. His show is really blowing up. And when we first discovered him, obviously, the, all the numbers were fake. Everything was fake. You could tell by the comments. You could tell by just the fact that no one in your life has ever heard of this guy. Yeah, and that Stuttering John was a guest. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then, yeah, then he would want to have Stuttering John on multiple episodes. But I have to say, I feel like people are starting to catch on to this guy now. Like all of the fake is working. You like faked it until you make it. Yeah. And I think it's starting to happen for him. I don't know. I'm, I, so I've been watching some of the newer episodes and it's, you know, they'll come out day one. There's a couple thousand views day three. It's 60, 70,000. So I think he's, it still does seem like they're all, all the views are coming 
at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't make sense. Videos are going to get yeah. the most views when they first launch. And then yeah, it dwindles it's after strange. that. Okay. Yeah, we don't want him to blow up too big. Yeah, that's true. Once he gets his <laughs> ship fixed, he's out of here. <laughs> you know, they should go in there and say, hey, look, uh, this is the science we've seen. Put your hand in cold. You know, you know, like stuff like that. But they, yeah. but they don't want to rewrite it. You know, they don't want to rewrite it. They don't yeah. want to redo it. They yeah. don't want to be the one that goes against the grain. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you have the ice-cold hands to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing on YouTube. Hopefully back to Wednesdays. <laughs> oh my god. Very well done, Cardiff. That guest was fascinating uh, with his giant nose. Yeah. But he's, uh, he's obsessed Whiskey with nose. putting things in. There were some clips I pulled from that I've got to figure out how to use, but uh, where Tommy was talking about, you know, don't go to these uh, shamans who just want to take your money and sell you something. Go to your website. Sure, you're going to give you a little bit of money, but. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's uh, interesting. I'll have to check that one out, I suppose. So, guys, what have we done today? I feel like we've done it all. We learned how to pick up girls on five different continents on, in all the different countries and cities around the world. That was great. We uh, we learned that Chad has to keep his mouth down, his voice down, when he's doing his podcast from his apartment. Chad and, and KB reunited on Misery Loves Company. Very exciting thing that happened this week. We caught an alien, but only after giving a second chance. Because because uh, I'm a dummy. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. This is to get you excited about the next episode that we're doing. Here is a clip of said show. We like Thursdays, right? Yeah, yes. love Thursdays. Yeah. Thursday. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, let's go around the room. Thursdays are like my second favorite day after What's, Monday. Oh, it's so weird. I like Monday because it's a clean slate. You can, the week is at your fingertips. You can do whatever you want. I like Thursday because it's the last day of the productive week. Because huh. Friday nobody gives a crap, you know? Friday's awesome, right? <laughs> this is the Bobby Bones Show, a suggestion from Steve from Texas. He says, God's favorite state and God's favorite country on God's favorite planet. That's correct, Steve. That, that checks out. The Bobby Bones Show is what we'll be Looking at uh, on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. Let's get some uh, caught up on some super chats real quick. Where did we uh, leave off here? At some point in the video. Oh, yeah, I did that one. Uh, did we do this? Yeah, nice. We did that one. And then we have uh, John for two bucks. Shuli is a hack. What's that, his name? It's not the Shuli I know. <laughs> so what's that chatter's name? Sussistrin. What is it? Sunstretton. What Keep is trying. It? Cardiff. Keep trying. Oh, it's a joke name. John Sons Tran. Okay. You have a super chat from uh, uh, Mr. Gers coming up next. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Tommy getting made. $5. Good show, fellas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching live on this uh, special live version of WATP. Thank you for all the super chatters. I really appreciate it. Uh, we got some some net news. We got some voicemails to hit. So uh, stick around for that. We're going to start with a little, you know, I was, I was going to do the outro thing. And I'm like, who am I? Who am I kidding? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, the show's not over. We're just going to do this. And then 
We'll, we'll be back. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Facebook, Dan J. Morris posts, I don't know, man. Carl and Kevin Brennan are a good duo. Chris Holm, they are both monsters that thrive off of hate. Burger Goblin and the Mad Duke. Shane Earl opines, Kevin and Carl both know what they're doing. If they could get Kaya on board, they could clean up those super chats. KKK would be a hit. Brian Walker riffs, a couple of fucking piazzas. And from YouTube, Chris Crimson sums things up. Kevin likes Carl now. Chad likes Carl now. How long till stuttering John likes Carl? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Carl making Chad funny and shockingly likable? I'm invested in seeing this play out. Zoobly gluck gluck. The ladies are back at the clothesline. And no one is safe from the clucking. Frank Sells claims, you could give Ray's phone number out for an entire year and no one would call. Michael Green, (laughs) Kevin is like the real-life version of the principal on Beavis and Butthead. Dr. Hugenstein, Kevin is really good at turning pink and going, Guy M ponders, I have a sneaking suspicion that the Irish gentleman just might be a cocaine enthusiast. Doberman's Rule, Husey, the only guy from Ireland that is not funny. The Rogue Diva, if Chris the producer isn't laughing, it ain't funny. He barely threw out a chuckle with this guy. Michael Mitchell, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I think Mike Bichetti is in the dark about what's going on. Francesco notes, Whitney is a Salvador Dali painting. Caddy Daddy, Matt should take his belt off like Robin Williams. And from Reddit, PX7 shares, holy shit, Cucktails was brilliant. Mundane Sky replies, I wish someone loved me like Carl loves horrible song parodies. <laughs> Getty Lee's thumb, I'm pretty sure we now have overwhelming definitive evidence that improv should be a capital offense. The Fasting Showman introduces a new saying, it's just good-natured ribbing until the condom breaks. Rob King, Carl is lying if he didn't think I'd watch that when Whitney brought up masturbating. Who cares what her source material is? And Fixit403 plays us out with, the AI review girl should be called Fuckable Vic. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good suggestion. I'm, I'm down with that. All right, Carter, I don't know if you have reviews or not, but I got to run, so we're going to hit some voicemails. Ooh. If you don't mind. Oh, did you have one? Okay, fine. <laughs> fucking guy just one just one gets you every time all right (laughs) toxic listening when guys think being funny means being a dick you're clearly just bullies yeah i think uh, mary beth read that one to us yeah but i wanted to read it all right Let's hit some voicemails, starting off with Mr. Hanna calling into the show. Uh-oh. Carl, producer Chris. Hey, it's Mr. Hanna. Uh, this voicemail is in reference to the guy who called in from the Dick Show last week, complaining about how much you guys just talk about boomer stuff that no one cares about anymore. Well, that guy was 100% wrong about everything he said in the call. Especially the part where he said something about how good the first 20 minutes of your show is. It's not. We're not here to listen to podcasts anymore, Carl. We're here to talk shit about Patrick Michael, Chad Zumach, and Stuck Joe, Tom Myers, Tony Michael, and that hack, format stealer, Shuli. We're not here for the podcast anymore. They suck. We know they suck. They're terrible. It's time for a new format. The misery loves keeping around. We're tired of hearing about podcasts, Carl. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job, but do better, buddy. Call me back. I see what he did there. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Cujo with 10 bucks, as the Opster would say, cheers. Cheers. There it is. Cheers, everybody. I hope, to, I hope to be doing that live with the Opster very soon. 
Ooh. What's his fart. schedule now? I, I never know when. I never know when Opie's on. <laughs> I don't know, but we're we're in talks to uh, have me on a beer show. Ooh, Ooh he's gonna drink Live a beer out of you. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's really dumb. I mean, it's good for you, buddy. Thank you. Hey yo, hey, just for all you WATP listeners that were kind of worried about state of Crozier and, and all that worries. Fucked off too. Don't worry, guys. I just heard recently he's getting serious with a girl or maybe a trans girl, trans guy. It's kind of hard to tell. Anyways, things are starting to get serious with him, so he's had to step away from the podcast and hanging out doing yoga with her in, in their basement. And wait a second. Uh. Carl, can you check in on Crozier for us, please? Yeah, will do. I appreciate your concern, too. We'll check that out. First of all, I take offense to being told not to be corny, especially when I'm from the state of Iowa. Also, fuck you, Carl, because I just got done listening to your latest show, and I have jerked off several times to Queen Latifah, and I am not gay. Um, and I just think that there is a place for big bosom beautiful black women in uh, mm-hmm. Ginger's lives. Um, so, fuck you. Uh, long live the big, beautiful black woman and the queen that rules over them all. And uh, check out my uh, podcast, which has failed horribly after its 102nd episode called Phantom Facts Society. Go fuck yourself, Carl. All right. I will go fuck myself and... You know, I know that guy was lying. He said he jerked off to Queen Latifah. <laughs> this pretty, dude is I'm fucking do, corny. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> okay. Corn diff with $20. It's okay to be corny. That's right, corn diff. Good point. You know, think about stuttering John's asshole. I don't really want to, but he talks about his hemorrhoids so much. Yeah. Now think about John Goodman's mouth. Okay. I bet they look a lot alike. I bet they look the same almost, bro. Oh, God. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Stop calling me back. Now, that's what I call a creative. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I would not put those two things together. But, um, you know, we did uh, Howard Stern. I, I covered a bunch of his interviews since he was in Miami with uh, different celebrities and pointed out a pattern that was going on with his technique. Bro, a Howard Stern interview these days is literally just like, hey. When are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> yep. Doesn't your life fucking suck? Isn't you, isn't your childhood absolutely traumatic? It makes you want to die every single day? Like, Jesus Christ, Howard. I, how much more money do you need in life? How much more fame do you fucking need to be happy, bro? Just fucking get over it. Goddamn, bro. You know, you weren't molested, I don't think, man. Just chill. Goddamn. There's way worse shit that's happened to other people, bro. Get over it. Goddamn. You're an asshole. All right. Yeah, no. I, I, I think we all agree that Howard Stern should be in a little bit of a better mood, considering he has a hot wife, three houses, yeah. and a trillion dollars to sleep on. My theory on Howard Stern is he just jumped on the quiet quitting train, and so he just quiet quit his job, and now he's just doing this blank oh, boilerplate version of the Howard Stern show. Maybe, but goddamn, he seems like a guy who worries about his legacy, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. It's not good. We know he's not going to Ronnie's wedding. He's talked about that ad nausea. <laughs> ad nausea. <laughs> yeah. it sucks when you watch too much Tommy from MSC. Yes. It'll get to you. 
All right. So I was talking about the Amherst are playing the Hershey Bears right now in the conference finals yeah. for the AHL, the American Hockey League. And uh, what's happening right now, they're tied one to one. It's coming back to Rochester mm-hmm. tomorrow night. I'll be yeah. I'll be at the game on Monday. Some people really enjoy my minor league sports talk. Yeah. Segments of the show. Carl, Matt, Matt, uh, love the episode with Yuzi. Uh, it's great, but listen, I tell you more. But oh, I got a busy schedule. I got to go uh, watch some minor league Long Island hockey. I got the uh, Port Jefferson Pussy Boys versus the uh, Huntington Manor Head Slashers, and then uh, oh man, I got to watch some amateur thumb wrestling. Uh, <laughs> freaking, it's gonna be nuts, man. Yeah. But uh, oh, I forgot what I was going with that. Uh, so many things I got to do and tell everybody else about. But uh, content. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cocktails. Yeah. Getting in everybody's head there. <laughs> oh, my God. Add the editor. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I should be more enthused, I guess. <laughs> you seem you seem tired. It's been a long episode. He's being it? humble. He's being humble. <laughs> WATP is a lot of work. You got any money on the Bisons game tonight, Carl? I don't. No, I don't follow oh. the Bisons. We have the Rochester Red Wings here, oh. so they compete against the Bisons. All right, Cal Photographer calling back into the show. Hey, Carl. It's the Cal Photographer. Uh, can you put podcast hitman's uh, mailing address into the show notes uh you may know that i do shoot bikini babes uh and i i would like to send him some of my work and uh see if i can get his approval uh they won't be WATP related babes but uh other other babes okay please do that for me thanks bye i actually will do that i gotta figure out how to correspond with him uh, cause he put like three different ways in his letter. I got to look into that and then I will let everyone know. Cause wouldn't that be great if like everyone just started sending him shit yeah. notes and money and pussy pics. I mean, it would really make his day. Yeah. And I, I know Vinny says, Oh fuck that guy. I feel just the opposite. I think we should be showering this guy with gifts. I think that'd be hilarious. I mean, it'd be funny <sighs> for the show. Yeah. That's my point. All right. He needs a Cardiff sweatshirt in prison. That's what he needs. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should send a merch, too. I don't know if you could do that. they probably wear a uniform. Another Dick Show fan calling in who has a different opinion than the Dick Show fan from last time. Hey there, Carl. It's Dr. Bagel from Spokane, Washington. And last week, uh, somebody called in from the Dick Show and then bitched about WATP for a while. And I just want to say that I came from the Dick Show as well. And fuck that guy. Okay, love you. Don't call me back. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't come from the Dick Show. I came for the Dick Show. One last uh, voicemail we have here. Oh, I guess Husey does have a fan, and that fan found our phone number. <laughs> hey, Carl. Uh, I just wanted to call uh, in relation to all the backlash last week about uh, Husey's appearance on the show. Uh, Husey is one of the funniest guests that you have on the show. He makes me laugh the whole fucking time, and anybody who doesn't get what he's doing is a fucking moron. Uh, yeah. You hear that, producer Chris? You're a fucking moron. <laughs> I like you. We are all the idiots. Yeah, I know. No, I like you. I, I, I thought that was one of his better appearances, actually. Yeah. Especially after the edit. Shut yeah. <laughs> Surprised yeah. Husey can do such a great American accent. <laughs> yeah, you think that was Husey? Yes. At the editor, people can find you on the Am I Cancelled podcast wherever you get your fine podcasts. Post a new episode every week, Fridays at 5 a.m., so you can listen on your morning drive. Very good. Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what people will hear when they check out Am I Cancelled? We have switched to doing reviews conveniently, Carl. And uh-huh. uh, this uh, latest episode, we featured John Jamingo, uh, the Philly fanatic for everyone. Yep. 
and we reviewed the Dudesy podcast, an AI podcast that's run by Will Sasso and Chad. And uh, they're claiming that there is a real live AI that's created this show and knows everything and it's a fun time. Wait, you're you're straight up just doing the WATP format? Is that what I just heard? No. no. <laughs> okay. If you listen, it's different. I got it. I got How dare you. <laughs> Call me out. Is this why you brought me on, Carl? No, yeah, I'm even lecture you. <laughs> and he's been emailing me to make games for his show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I was listening to uh my buddy Drew Lane on his show, the Drew and Mike show, and he was talking about watching Steel Toe who was watching this other show. This is fascinating to me. This Crystalia Rolling Stone article that came out. So they have that show, The Golden Hour. And yeah. apparently, uh, Crystalia got the notification that that article came out while he was live on The Golden Hour. <laughs> and you see him all of a sudden, he's just like, his phone is blowing up and he's just like, super distracted for like a half an hour just like what the fuck is going on so but it was funny because drew was just like seems like everyone's doing carl's format lately and i was like yeah it does seem like that doesn't it drew and i invented this that's a joke cardiff i know you'll go running to the shuli network mm-hmm. and tell him what i said daylight thank you two bucks who won the Little league game mustangs or cubbies Stay tuned okay bye go fuck yourselves have a good week Okay, folks, guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. What's with the dancing around the shit? I stink. You hate me. Great. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>